Hi friends, how are you? Thank you so much for tuning in into another episode. You know that I love recording these podcast episodes and I absolutely adore it when I receive messages from you all about how you are taking this work that we're creating essentially together and implementing it into your lives and your business. I am so happy to be here on your Google speaker, in your headphones, wherever you are listening to this. I appreciate every single one of you. Now, today's topic is a topic, okay, that has been germinating for quite some time. So when I say germinating, I've seen patterns, I've noticed it in the Instagram community, noticed it in my clients, I saw it in myself, and I feel like I finally no, I feel like I know I finally got a tangible understanding of what is actually going on here around your creative business and your full-time job and the different kind of essentially how having a job can impact your business and whether that's happening in a positive way for you or currently if that's happening in a negative way for you okay I'm gonna just take a big sweep in generalization that because a lot of the people that I've been working with and that I've seen in my community are currently using their full-time job or their part-time job against themselves. What I mean by that is you may have some other job and also your business and your job is currently paying your rent, it's supporting you financially, maybe you just like, you know, the industry that you're in, okay? but you're using the fact that you have a full-time job against yourself when there is so much opportunity to use your full-time job in a way that serves you and actually grows your business. So that's what we're going to get into, really all of the negative emotions and negative thoughts that you may be having about your part-time job or full-time job, okay? Job in general. (laughs) I am so bored of saying full-time, part-time. You know exactly what I mean. Okay, so before we get started, I just want to set the sort of playing field that we're talking about. Often, especially in like the small business community, Instagram community, being full time in a business that you have created is seen as a marker of success. It's a way that many of us, including myself, have used to say, hey, I'm successful without actually saying, hey, I'm successful. If you do a post saying that you've just gone full time in your business, people start to assume how much money you're making. They think, oh my gosh, you're doing so well, yada, 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 all of these things. However, I just want to create a container because any meaning that you apply to you being full time in your business can be holding you back if you currently aren't full-time in your business, if that currently isn't for you. And is even if going full-time, leaving your full-time job or reducing some of your hours at your job, even if that's a goal that you want to achieve, you can't do that with negative emotion or negative thinking to try and get you there. So I want you to use the concepts that I'm going to share in this podcast, no matter wherever you are on your journey, to process some of those negative emotions so you can use the opportunities that you have here available for you to your greater success and your greater evolution as a human and as a business owner okay 
So many times we often start hating on our full-time job, okay? There's someone at your job, your colleague or your boss or some sort of team member. There's someone there that makes you feel bad. And you are often thinking thoughts about how much they make you feel bad, how stressful the work is, how much there's so much to do, you're so overwhelmed, you're very, you know, it's there's so many thoughts and negative emotions. And what we our brain starts to do is we start to create this narrative of how terrible the job is, how we hate the job, okay? Because we're feeling all these emotions such as stress, overwhelm, anxiety, irritation, rage, even sometimes, <laughs> you know, being rageful in the bathroom when no one's looking. And there's all of these negative emotions present. And then we'll finish a work day and we'll take those negative thoughts, those negative emotion, that anger, and we say, Well, listen, you, Julie from accounting, wait till I grow my business. You're not going to be laughing then. And we take all of that negative emotion and the negative thoughts and we go and try and drive our business. Okay, drive our business with all of these negative emotions. I just want to say If you're nodding, you're giggling as you're listening to this, you're like, yes, that's me. There's someone at my workplace that I don't like or I don't like my job. I'm always complaining about it. I just want to say, no, 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 no. Okay. Negative thoughts, negative emotions. I will preface this by just adding a little disclaimer. Negative emotions are always going to be part of our human existence. There's nothing that you can do. No circumstance, no factor of your life, no amount of money, no amount of success can edit out negative emotions from my experience. The human experience is always going to be 50% positive, 50% negative. But, (laughs) a big fat but... When you are experiencing very intense negative emotion and you take that negative emotion, you pick it up and you try to create something new, you try to birth something into the world with it, you can only create results equal to how you feel. So you feel really powerless and, you know, unworthy in your job You feel like people control when you can go on holiday. They control when your shifts are. They control how much you get paid. And we try to revolt against our job by creating our business. But what is actually happening is some, there's a circumstance at your job that created a sense of feeling powerless. And you take that powerlessness and that powerlessness can show up for you in anger, irritation, anxiety, and stress. And you take that powerlessness and you try to build a successful launch with it. Okay, when you are feeling powerless, what kind of results do you think you create in the world? When you are feeling powerless, how do you think you show up on Instagram? When you are feeling powerless, what does your content look like? What do people say about you when that is your energy? 
Okay, when you are feeling powerless, you're feeling undeserving, unworthy, you feel like your voice isn't heard at work, you feel like nobody takes you seriously. Just because you've changed the environment, you still, your brain still takes the thoughts and the feelings about yourself, your, they call it the self-concept, and you will take that into your business. And what will happen is that because you haven't processed these negative thoughts and emotions about your full-time job, you take that into your business and you create the same or very similar experiences in your own business, okay? And there is no growth there. I want to show you a very real example for how this showed up for me and why this is so important. Often we feel like the way to solve our negative emotion or to solve our negative thoughts about ourselves or about our co-workers, about how much we get paid, we think the answer is to just get rid of the job, burn it to the ground, you know, set the place on fire, kick the boss out the building. No, no, no. (laughs) I want to show you how this showed up for me and what was the result of doing that. And I'm doing this as a preemptive measure because if this is you, you still have the power today to turn this around. So many of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while and if you know my story, you'll know that before I started coaching, I worked as a fashion assistant, a stylist assistant, and I worked with loads of magazines. I worked with the likes of ASOS, Days Magazine, another magazine. I've worked with Paul Smith, all of these amazing brands, okay? And when I was working in styling, if you know anything about the industry, working on editorials, it's an incredibly intense and stress is almost built into the job. And I say stress is built into the job because it's a job that isn't really built for humans. (laughs) Like humans do that job, but it isn't built for humans, i.e. you could be working like 12 days on a shoot and you could be up really early the next day. You could be traveling across the world or across Europe to go to different shoots and things like that. It wasn't a job where the schedule fitted in sleep or rest or eating or play. Your humanness, your human needs was always secondary to whatever magazine editorial was going on, whatever fashion show what was going on, etc. So in that way, stress was almost built into the job. And I started to feel really unhappy as a stylist assistant. I was like, I'm not being hard. I'm not utilizing my skills, all of these things. And I decided to go on to this journey to find out what was what was it that I was supposed to be doing with my life and in this world in terms of work. And I went and did so many different things. At one point, I thought I was going to be a script writer, script writer for television. And eventually, I ended up creating a podcast, which was called Bold, Brilliant and Broke at the time. And I just created the podcast. I didn't know how I was going to build a business around it. But I just had this urge that a podcast was the way to start. And so I started creating content for it and just really doing it in my spare time around my styling job. And what happened is I would be so angry after shoots and so tired after shoots that 
any time I had any free time in my calendar, I wasn't going in and putting in time for sleep or time for play. I was overscheduling my calendar because I was so desperate to stop styling. I was like so desperate to find a way out. And I was trying to solve the negative emotions and the challenges that I found in styling by overworking and essentially what happened because I was so desperate to leave because I was telling myself all these stories of they don't care about me I hate this this is the worst what happened is I eventually burnt out really really quickly and I burnt out in a big way emotionally not being able to sleep not being able to eat like in very intense headaches so that when I finished a styling job I couldn't work anyway because my body was like shutting down not only that not only was I burnt out but because I was so desperate to leave I didn't have any time for failure so anytime I experienced a fail in my podcast something wasn't working you know you're learning all these things about business and technology and you feel like you can't get it right when you don't allow yourself the space and the love to fail at things to try things and get things wrong it means that every time you do experience failure what actually happens is you it's almost like being hit in the face with a brick wall you can't see a you can't see past it you can't see above it you just feel all this pain and all this negative emotion and you start to question how you're going to get out how you're going to survive this like what's going next it feels like a huge catastrophe every time you experience failure and the only reason why is big and sorry so this mix of hating your work being burnt out emotionally and physically and not taking care of your emotional and physical health and not being able to experience failure this combination of things is like the it is like the mac spin wheel it's like the mac the apple wheel of death okay <laughs> Because when you have all of these things going on, there's no space for creativity, there's no space for innovation, and all of your thoughts are negative, you just start to attract all of these negative thoughts back to you. And so you start trying to hustle in your business, you're going nowhere fast. It's like running in quicksand, okay? You don't have to be like me. What really changed for me, what really changed the experience of being in my business, but of course, at the time, it wasn't actually a business, it was just a podcast. But what changed my experience of creating that podcast was that I started to lean in to loving my job, loving my stylist job, just as it was, okay? I started to realize that the goals that I had were going to take quite a lot longer and a lot more effort than I actually anticipated. There's this concept that a coach called Cara Lernfile came up with. I can't remember what the concept is called. I think she calls it result entitlement. We think that, oh, I've just posted an Instagram post, so I should have sold out my launch. And we feel entitled for success to happen the first time. And I totally had that. And so many of us, when we're creating something for the first time, we actually don't know how long it's going to take because we're doing it for the first time. 
And often when we say we set these goals for ourselves, we usually underestimate how long and how much effort it's going to take to get us there. So I started to become aware, like I couldn't go on like this. It was going to take me a lot longer than I anticipated to create the results that I wanted. So how did I want to feel on the journey there? I wasn't prepared to quit my styling job because it was paying my rent and paying for my lifestyle. So what was I going to do? And I found a way that I'm going to share with you in this podcast to love my job and the experience of being in that job, even as it was, even with the things that I really disliked, even with the work schedule, even with the pay that I didn't like, I've made it my main goal to really enjoy the work that I was doing there. And what ended up happening is that I started to carry myself like a CEO, even in my freelance job. So when I, I don't think I knew this at the time, but looking back, I can totally see that I was rehearsing for the person that I wanted to become. And I was doing that, not just like in that an hour a day when, you know, in the evening when I'm by my laptop and by myself, I was actually rehearsing 24 hours a day of practicing being the person that I wanted to become. Okay. And this is a super important topic. I it's kind of one of those things like you, if you were gonna like add muscle to your body, let's say you wanted to get a really defined muscular body, you wanted to feel stronger in your body, you can show up to the workouts three times a week and get results. But if everything you're doing outside of those workouts is like the opposite of creating that muscular body, you're going to be moving nowhere fast. So even if you only currently have eight hours a week to work on your business, you still have so much time to practice being the CEO of your business. And that is going to create results and drive momentum that will get you being that CEO quicker. Okay. And I'm going to show you how this started to show up. So I started to really enjoy my job and I started to really enjoy being in the presence of the people that I was with, meaning I stopped judging them and shaming them. Here's the thing about shame and judgment. I hear people who have jobs, who judge people who also have jobs. And this might sound like, I could never just work and get a pension like they are. I could never just be satisfied in a job like this. They're wasting their life that like they don't know what's good for them. It's almost like you have a business and you almost think that because you have a business, you're kind of you're better than someone who just has a job. The thing with that kind of thinking, okay, is that what your brain is trying to do is you're trying to push away the job with your with the shame and judgment of others but what actually happens is any shame and judgment that you have of other people you actually brush yourself with the same brush i've been doing a lot of work on my personal relationships my romantic and friendship relationships and I've been reading a lot about shame. So a lot of Bernay Brown. And she often talks about if you have shame within yourself, you will have shame for other people. But if you have shame for other people, you have that for yourself. So often if you're shaming your co-workers and if you're judging them 
for who they are and who they're being in the world, you you are also judging yourself, okay? It's like you're on the bus with them and you're like taking the piss out of them. So one of the first things you can do to enjoy your job is to find acceptance and step into as much love as you can for the people that you work with and work for. I'm talking about love, even when they don't pay your invoices on time. (laughs) Acceptance, even when they don't agree with the same things as you. Acceptance, when they see you do an Instagram story, okay, and they're like, what is that? What are you doing? And they don't understand what doing an Instagram live is or what having a business Instagram is. Because the more you can love and accept them, that they're going to be adults and they're allowed to make their decisions. They're allowed to make their choices. They're allowed to live their life however they choose. Okay. You give yourself more permission to do the same. And when you let go of the shame and the judgment that you have around your colleagues or people that just work, you free your brain up to do something else. Thinking thoughts about other people, how other people should live their lives and what other people should do, it just takes you away from what you really need to be doing as the CEO of your business. You should be thinking about how you can serve your customers better, how you're going to do how you're going to create results that are faster and bigger and easier, take less energy than you did before, how you're going to move and show and shake in your community. That's where your thoughts need to be, not what on John is doing and, you know, where he's going to be in 10 years and judging John for what, what he's doing. Who cares what John is doing? Okay. Be focused on you and where you're going. So the second thing that you can do to really process and let go of the negative thoughts and emotions that you may have around your job is to let go of any thoughts that sound like, I will be happier when I don't have this job. It will be easier when I don't have this job. All of these thoughts are lies. Lies, lies, lies. And do you know how I know? I have worked with people who have jobs and who are very successful in their business and they choose to have that job because they have personal finance goals, they like that job, they want to keep that job and it works for them. I have seen people who don't have any other form form of employment, okay, so they don't have any other job, they have all the time in the world to work on their business and they still don't make money. Okay. I was one of these people when lockdown hit. Just because I suddenly wasn't able to work in styling doesn't mean I suddenly made a bunch of money the next month in my business. Because time is not what creates happiness or even money for that instance. When you think to yourself, if I didn't have this job, then I would be successful. If I had more time to work on my business, then it would all work. You are fooling yourself because the time because you create this grass is always greener on the other side type of mentality and I just have not seen that to be true in April I was it April or March I booked out my coaching my one-on-one coaching and I was so so freaking happy um 
you know, about eight or nine people signed up to coach with me that month. And I was so, so happy. And I had imagined having like a full-time coaching practice for quite a while. And then it happened a year after I started my business. And the thing is, is that even though I had hit that goal and I was so happy about having that goal and so happy about having achieved it, it was a course for celebration. But after you achieve that goal, any goal in your business, there are other challenges that happen next. Okay. You don't just hit a goal in your business and be like, okay, cool. Done what I needed to do. Now it's time to shut up shop. No. It's like the next challenge is how do I maintain this result? How do I do that result again, but faster and easier with less energy? How do I automate and systemize that result? Okay. So for me, a big challenge for me was my organization and my systems behind the scenes. So I love selling. I love talking to my audience. I love building relationships. And that's what I've really spent the last year doing. But I didn't really have a functional website until like a couple of weeks ago. Like I didn't like when people wanted to work with me, they would have to talk to me. I didn't really have a website for it because I just didn't really have any back end systems or, you know, everything is stored in a Google Drive. (laughs) It was just like my behind the scenes of my business. I just allowed it to be messy on purpose because I said to myself, it's more important for me to learn how to sell and learn the skill of selling and then go into the background and behind my scenes of my business and do my website and all that stuff. So that's where I am now. And it's like, great, I've achieved that goal of feeling really confident and proficient in how I sell. You, there's still other elements to your business that needs to be done. Like I see a lot of memes on Instagram, like the to-do list is never completed. There's just always more things to do, more ways to optimize your business. This is actually a beautiful thing because it means there's always space for opportunity, evolution and growth. But when you fool yourself into thinking, into having this grass is always greener on the other side, what happens is you totally leave your present moment and your present experience. And having a full-time job or having some sort of job, there are so many opportunities for greatness there. Let's say you work five days a week. Imagine, you know, being able to build a successful small business on the side that makes as much income as it possibly can with you only working a couple hours a month. That sounds amazing. If you had to work five days a week on your business, why would you do that (laughs) if you didn't have to? Okay. So a couple of questions that you can start asking yourself is how can I create the success that I'm wanting even with my time constraints, even with my time limits, even with my life exactly how it is. If nothing was to change about my life, how could I create the success, the growth, the launches, whatever you're pursuing with my life exactly as it is right now? And if you take the time to ponder on that question, I promise you, (laughs) this is where innovation happens. This is where innovation in business happens. 
because you start to use your brain in a highly productive way. You start to use your brain in a way that creates solutions and answers to your biggest challenges. But you have to brainstorm and pose yourself. You, you know, you have to ask yourself that question first. So I want to leave you with some thoughts that you can borrow and that you can take with you if you are in a job and you're wanting to try on some of the things that I shared in this podcast. The way I like to use affirmations is I like to find the the affirmation that feels expansive. Like I always ask my clients, does that affirmation turn you on? And what I mean is when you say that to yourself and when you say it out loud, do you feel powerful? Do you feel confident? Do you feel some sort of positive emotion because you're saying that affirmation? Affirmations don't work if you just repeat them like... A shopping list, okay? They have to have positive emotion driving it. And you can use some of these affirmations if they work for you and if they turn you on. You can use some of these affirmations to expand your life and your business exactly as it is. It's possible for someone like me in the position I'm in to create hundreds of pounds a month. It's possible for someone like me to create hundreds or thousands of pounds a month. My job allows me to grow my future and my business. My job has taught me skills and lessons that are enriching my business right now in every way and in every form. It is possible that I could build a business that can grow without me. Time isn't equal to success. Thoughts are equal to success. The difference between success and failure is one single thought. I know I can versus I think I can't. My job is serving me in the highest levels. My job is teaching me and preparing me for the success that I'm wanting to step into. The thoughts are others are just that. They are simply the thoughts of others. And this is an affirmation that I use when people do crazy shit. (laughs) It's my podcast, so yes, I can swear. But like, I don't mean crazy shit, but you know when you're like, oh, I wouldn't choose that. Like your brain has that like knee-jerk reaction. You see someone doing something and you're like, what is that? You're about to go into judging mode. And instead of going into judging mode, you can just say this to yourself. Over there is a human being a human. Jerry from accounting is just a human being a human. And they are allowed to human. Okay, they're allowed to human in all the ways that work for them. So, so I hope that you can use what I shared with you in today's podcast to really enjoy the process and enjoy the journey of building your business. Having a job doesn't have to mean that you aren't successful. 
It could just mean that you're building your business in a way and at a speed that is perfect for you. And that's totally okay. You get to decide what your definition of success is going to be. And you get to decide how you're going to show up for your life. Life doesn't just get started when you hit (laughs) £5,000. £5,000 on Instagram. (laughs) I meant to say 5,000 followers. And it doesn't, life doesn't just get started when you hit your first 10k month. Life is now. And the universe is always listening to your dominant thoughts and your dominant emotions. So make sure that even when you're at your job, you are choosing thoughts and emotions that serve you and all of the humans that come into contact with you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you next week. Take care.